Okay, let's continue in the Rambam Mordevuchim. Chapter 44 is a very short chapter, the shortest, and 45 isn't much longer. Get a little shorties, because then Memvav is forever. So that's going to take about four sessions. So let's enjoy the short ones while we have them. The Rambam now in chapter 44 is discussing the word I. E-Y-E, that organ of the body that enables you to see. Okay? And if you look on the sheet, you have three definitions. Interestingly, the first one the Rambam chooses, the one you wouldn't have thought of, a wellspring, which we'll discuss, then the organ of sight, and then the idea of providence. Now, really, this third one can really be broken up into two parts, as we shall see. Um, so, and what's interesting is why are we starting? If I would ask you, you have three definitions, which would be the first one the Rambam would choose? You would do the organ of sight. Okay. Now, just to understand, if we get to 45, okay, he's going to get to the word shama, which means to listen. So, what's interesting, and something will have to be discussed either today or tomorrow is why by the eye does he use the organ of eye and not the verb of seeing while for listening he doesn't choose the organ of the ear but uses the verb of listening hearing or whatever so that's something we're going to have to discuss as well so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah and therefore you see hearing as opposed to the organ of sight so that's something that has to be discussed as well, uh, stuff on the ground here. Okay, and as well, why is he choosing wellspring as the first definition when certainly you'd want the organ of sight to be the first definition? All right, so that's what we got on the table for today. Ayin says we're now in the actual Nor Nebuchim. And the problem with having an eye is that means if God literally has an eye, that's first of all Hakshama. Number two, the ability of sight, which would mean to apply that Hashem is affected by external senses, which we can't say either about Hashem. So again, ayin shema manshutaf, the word ayin is a homonym, has metaphysical understandings, hushem mayan hamayim, it is, it is a wellspring of water. As the Pusik says in um, source number one, this is Hagar, and the angel finds her. The angel found her by a wellspring of water in the desert. On the way to shore. Okay, so clearly that is where it was a wellspring. Next. Number two, for whose shame ha'ayin haroa? It's also the name of the eye that sees. For example, as you see down below in source number two, it's for which is ayin tachas ayin, an eye for an eye, a tooth from a tooth, etc. So we know that's not what it really means. It means the money, but physically it means an eye. Okay, that's number two. Number three is for whose shame ha'ashkocha. It's a word for hashkacha, providence. providence, supervision. 
So, for example, we'll look at number three. It says, Omar al Yirmiyahu says about Yirmiyahu, this is Nebuchadnezzar, when he told him they're taking Jeremiah, that they be careful with him. He's not like a regular slave that we're going to kill, but rather, Kachenu, take him. Ve'enecha simolov, and put your eyes to him. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. Oh, okay. Don't do anything bad to him. As he speaks to you, you shall do with him. So that clearly is hashkacha. Supervise. Keep an eye on him. Exactly what you said. Okay? Which means, in Yano, the concept is sim hashkacha sobo. Have your hashkacha focused on him. Now, that would be for regular people. Keep an eye on the guy. Whatever we have to do. Now the metaphoric understanding, and this is the one that Hashem can have. <laughs> we said about Hashem. In every place we see it, such as, and that's going to be, what's that going to be? Uh, number four. My eyes and my heart will be there at all times. Okay? So, um, this is about the base of Migdash, etc., etc. So, what does it mean? We have Ani and Libi. Well, Libi, we've already had before. So, he says it means Hashkachasi, my supervision, Uritzoni, and my desire. Kavishiknanu, as we already explained earlier in chapter 39, that this place is a place that is, goes according to my will, and I have a lot of Hashkacha over that. Or another one. We're talking about Sefer Tvarim tells you how special Eretz Yisrael is. That Hashem is a place that Tomid Einai Hashem God's eyes are always upon it, meaning Hashkachasola, His supervision upon it. Okay, or another one in Zechariah, where it says Eini Hashem Hema Meshotatos. God's eyes, as it were, are going to and fro, like back and forth, etc., etc. And that means hashkachaso kolelas gam kol. So that's another example of hashkacha. And hashkachaso kolelas gam mashabars. Hashem's hashkacha is over everything that's in the ground or in the earth, which is as opposed to the philosophers who felt that Hashem doesn't care about the world at all. Later on, I will deal with the concept of hashkacha in the third section of the Rambam. And I'll talk about it there. So, so the third one is definitely hashkacha, but they're going to see a little bit of a subtle nuance that it, you can say it's a fourth shot or a subset of the third one. You could decide what you want, because if you looked at the last couple sources, it says that Hashem. It talks about Hashem's. Um, again, look at any one of these uh, sukim. It's Ani. Okay, it just says an I. Every one of those sources is talking about an I. Okay, an I, a, a few times, an I, an I. But we didn't do it together in conjunction with an I that sees. It doesn't say seeing. All, every one of those said just eyes. Okay, so now he says, Milas Ria, if you attach in the text, you have the word eyes, and Hashem is seeing. And up to us, and God's eyes are over it. God's eyes. 
But if it's God's eyes see, that has a slight difference. O chaziyah, or another form of chazon of seeing. Kigon, pekach enecha ure'e. Okay, open your eyes and see. That one is Malachim Chov. Seven. Uh, number seven. As it says, Hate Hashem Osnacha. Hashem, listen. Lean your ear. And listen. Open up your eyes and see. And hear the words of Sancherev who came to curse you out. So what does it mean? Hashem's eyes should see. Inin Eila Kulam Hahasoga Hasichlis. It's talking about intellectual comprehension, okay? But but not physical comprehension. In other words, if, if it would be a physical comprehension, there's a question of Hashem being reactive or proactive. So, so again, if Hashem is reactive and it means his eyes are seeing, that means it is reacting to an external stimulus which cannot be the pshat of Hashem. And therefore what it means is an intellectual awareness. Kikol tchusha, any um, sensory um, uh, reaction, hahispalos v'hisrashmus, that is of affect, an imprint has come upon it, uh, that cannot be, okay? Because any time where you have that uh, sense, it means a reactive, kvishya data. For who you saw, we know Hashem is not that way. He's a poel. He is one who acts. Lomi spile is not affected, as we've explained. So we're talking about an intellectual perception, being aware, but not in taking a stimulus. So it, it's subtle differences. So one is when it just says an eye, he has his eye on it, it means he's supervising that. Hashem's eyes are always there, always supervising things. But when we're talking about Hashem, look and see with your eye, all right, that's not hashkacha. That's being aware, an intellectual awareness. And as we're saying, Hashem, you, you see what he's doing? It's not a question where Hashem is focusing on supervision. Here it's not a question of supervision. We're saying, Hashem, aren't you aware of what's going on over there? So it's more of an intellectual awareness. It's very subtle, the difference, and you could probably swallow it up all in hashkacha. It's the still, this idea of hashkacha. But Eretz Yisrael, Hashem is like always keeping an eye. He's keeping an eye on everything, supervising what's going on. And here it's like we're pointing out to Hashem, you know, are you aware of what's going on? So when you're aware, you could, when you're supervising, you're aware. So it's, so it's, 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 it's very close. Okay, so therefore, you know, you can call supervision as one thing, and then an intellectual awareness. I guess you have to have intellectual awareness in order to supervise. Yeah, I would say. So therefore, it's 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 very close to each other. You some say it's just the one meaning, and if you want to split hairs, you can make two meanings out of it. So leads me to a question. I'm sorry. Leads me to a question about maybe it's intellectual awareness. Very often we see the pasuk was evil in the eyes of Hashem. So he's not seeing it. It's more what God is thinking. He's thinking. No, that he's I don't aware. Like this. He's aware of it. He doesn't like it. He's is aware that, of it. He's right. aware so is of it. Is that intellectual awareness, or is that, or should it be its, for its own category? Because he's not happy with the Jewish people because what they do is evil. Well, there's two points. He's aware of what they're doing, and then it's evil in his eyes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I know, but the but the fact that we use it's not the word looking. I, it's not, it's not. which is it? Which is a, which category is it fit? I think it's the second one. You th no, the organ of sight. No, 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 no. Okay. No awareness, not awareness. Looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's aware of so their evil. He's not a thing. Mm. For finding favor. In his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah the same thing. No, yeah. Okay, so it's his it's awareness. awareness. It's a favorable so awareness. Number three. It's the last one. Which one? Awareness or providence? Well, well. That's what I'm saying. It's very close. I'm not, why would it be? Why would Romans say there's four? I don't. I don't see them as the same. One is supervising. Okay, like, fine. And one is aware. Yeah. So okay, so he's it, not seeing four. Okay, fine. That's. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Okay, now, so the question is, so now let's go back to the first question. Why is the order that he has such? This uh, over here, um, Rabbi Toledano, he learns it's four. He makes that, so others say it's three, but he, he learns that it's four. Subtle difference. So, so why is he having this difference? So he says like this, Ram is going in a sequential order because he's starting with First, an inanimate object, which is a spring. It's inanimate. Second is a living object, an eyeball. It's a living thing, so to speak. The third is a conduct, a conduct of supervision. And then we're getting more uh, ethereal, whatever word you want to use. And the fourth one is intellectual awareness. So that's one way of looking at it. Another way you can understand this, if you look back at the sheet, after source number one, the Medris Sechel Tov, the Buber edition, has a very interesting explanation of this ayin, this wellspring. So you got there, over there, it says, Vayim Hashem Eino Shel Adam It's a Medrash. The eye of a person is like a wellspring. Why? Just like a wellspring gushes water, doesn't stop. The physical eye, it, it waters. There's, there's always liquid coming in, even as you're speaking. Okay, if you have too much liquid, then you got problems. But there's always teardrops all over there. Okay. And that's called a I'm sorry, I'm skipped. Uh, and my eyes are the source of tears. Therefore, the eye is called a wellspring. Now, maybe that's why wellspring is first, because wellspring is obvious water, <laughs> while the eye, it's not so obvious. People go their whole lives and not realize it unless they're really analyzing it. Remember, most people can't see their eyes. <laughs> kind of remember, it's a new invention with mirrors, or people looking in your eye. Even when you're looking at your eye, do I really see water? No, but there's a little a little moisture, very thin amount, that's constantly, the tear duct is excreting, I imagine, yeah? And it's very thin film, so it's so thin, you don't even know. You If, if you ask someone, is there water on top of your eye? You're gonna say, of course not. But of course there is. Course, but you don't see that. But when you have the wellspring, it's clear. And then it continues. What happens if the wellspring stops gushing? No pleasure from it. What happens, Martin, if the eye has no tears? 
What happens? Kevin Shapusko name of Ainba No, there's no Hano. I don't know. It would do permanent damage to the eye. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You could scratch. You could, you I'm just saying you wouldn't have any Hano from the eye. Oh, and it's painful. So that's a very good way of another reason why it would be first. Because really it's much more obvious than the than the eye. Right? Now, there's a Although I don't see where liquid would apply to the third and fourth definitions. But now we could try another one. The Hay McDover has um, a real interesting shot. He says, Al Ha'ayim B'derek Shur, Kemo HaPerish, like the Perish, Bepesach Einayim, a crossroads. Remember, by Yehud and Tomer, she was at the crossroads. Now, Shibiyarnu, Shu Ke'en Achsan Yolalun, it's like a little Motel 6. Someone's going in the desert. Now, where are most hotels? At exits. And those are really crossroads. That's yeah. what an exit is. Yeah. It's a crossroad. Yeah. And therefore, um, what do you have? You have a hotel there at a crossroad. And um, why is it called eyes? Everybody's looking for it. So that could also be what he suggests is this, here, over here with Hagar. Okay, to me, anyone who wants to go to the place called Shur, and he's on the road, he'll go there to sleep overnight. It's called an ayin. So now you're getting a different shot more, a crossroad, is a place where you it's a it's a central area where you're gonna to have to now make decisions of where you're going. Now that could an eye is also a very central thing where it can span a panorama and help you decide where you're gonna go, so to speak. And Providence kind of fits into that as well, where Hashem is looking at what's happening and then based on what he's seeing, he's gonna respond. So just like when you're trying to figure where am I gonna get off on the road? And I have to respond to what's going on. So Hashem is like, and you're 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 looking for those crossroads that helps you and go in the right direction. So it'll be the same thing the way Hashem is supervising the world and is checking that we're all going in the right direction, as it were. Okay. Now, what this has to do in, in the in the continuity of everything we've been talking about, remember we're talking about um, how God's being able to come to comprehend God, there's idea that things are revealed and there are things that are concealed, which we talked about, chai, um, meis, kanaf, revealed. So when, you when we're talking about this relationship between the infinite God and the finite person, there's this, always this concept of seeing a certain amount or absorbing a certain amount and a certain amount we cannot absorb. So again, Rav Tolidano suggests just like there is an external eye, what does the external eye do? Well, it can reveal reality to you. And then there's an internal eye that can reveal certain internal realities or supernal realities. So guess what? You know, we always look at the eye in terms of its positive ability to see. But the truth of the matter is the eye has many, many limitations. The eye is like sort of a filter and it only can um, absorb so much types of colors, so much of, uh, of waves of the colors, 
resolution. There's all types of very, like when you, when you go on my, when I want to edit some pictures, there's like 15 different categories, tint, resolution, uh, a million one of these qualities. And the eye, you know, we can't really see everything that we see, right. correct? Yeah. There's certain dimensions that are much more subtle. You can't see atoms, but they're right in plain sight, right? Why can't you see an atom? Is, isn't there an atom right here? It's too small. Isn't there an oxygen atom in front of your eyes? Why can't you see it? Your eyes have not been created in a way to be able to see that. Well, a microscope, whatever, could. All right? Electronic microscope. Electronic microscope. Or ultraviolet. Right. Okay, ultraviolet colors, yeah. right? You cannot see, but I guess some kind of uh, machine can, yeah. can see it. So as much as the eye can see, the eye can't see. And probably, if you want it to be true, it can't see more than what it can see. Wouldn't you agree to that? Right? Infinitely, right? In other words, in other words what we're seeing is just a fraction. Well, it's the same thing with hearing. Okay, hearing. And as you get older, it's less. Oh, worse. and that's going to be that's going to be the next chapter. The same thing. You see, you see. So now, when we want to be able to see Hakadosh Baruch Hu, in other words, not to see Hashem, but for us to uh, see the providence of Hashem, right? Well, how much can you see? Yeah. Very little. Okay. So that's some, the same thing I did with the hearing. Whatever hearing is going to mean, yeah. it's the same idea. So that's why they connect together with that. Okay. So we got a few more minutes. So let's just start the beginning of the next. Uh, we, there's a good place to break in chapter 45. So we don't have to do the whole 45. Okay. So just flip over the sheet yeah, and we'll see what the next uh, word is. Okay. Shema. We said there's three definitions. It's on the other page. Yeah, so Shema is number one. Also, it's a Mila Mishutefes. Okay, yeah, let's just flip the page over. We already did the three definitions on the first page because we did them both. Okay, so so it's a it's also a homonym. And the first one is Tia Beinyan Hashmia. It's good old fashioned listening that you do do with an ear. Okay, that's the first one. The second one is the Tia Beinyan Hakabalah. It's an aspect of accepting something. In other words, I hear what you're saying. But more than I hear, I accept what you're saying. I, I, it, I took it in, and yeah, it makes sense. I hear it. And that's now, you, now when we're going to talk about a Yishma Yisro in two weeks, yes. that becomes very important. Yeah. Because obviously, if he heard, well, everybody heard. But did he accept that no, nobody accepted. He accept. Okay. And the third definition we'll come to a little bit later. Now he's going to give a few examples of the first one. The first one, Indian Shmia, talking about listening. So there you have it over there. Source number nine. Everything I say to you should guard. But the names of other gods. Lo taskiru, don't mention. Lo yishma al picha should not be heard from your mouth. So that's clear hearing. Okay, or v'hakol nishma base paro. When Yosef revealed himself to the brothers, it said that that was all heard in the in the house of paro. That's good old fashioned listening. V'zeh harbeinus, many like that. 
There's many examples of acceptance. For example, a source number 11, when Moshe spoke to the Jews the second time in Egypt in Parshas Vaera, it says, Vayedeber Moshe, Keno B'nei Yisrael, Moshe spoke such to the Jewish people, Velo Shomu El Moshe, didn't listen to Moshe, because the Ruach Mavodakasher, from the short and the hard work. What does it mean they didn't listen? Of course they heard the words he was saying, they did not accept what he said, they did not believe what he said, okay? And also in Eov, in Yishma'u V'yavodu, if a person will listen and serve Hashem, so what does it mean to listen? It means to accept, to accept what Hashem says. Okay? Or Velachem Hanishma. Lasos is Allah. Again, you've accepted to do all the bad things. Or he will not accept your words. Okay, that's the second definition. Third definition is Vitiya Bi'inyan Hayidiya Bahakara. And then we have a third one, which is the concept of knowledge and recognition, such as goy asherlotishma lishono, and you'll be exiled to a nation that you will not hear their language. What does it mean to hear their language? Is to meaning perish lotated. You don't know what he's saying. You have no knowledge and you have no recognition of that. So I don't hear you. A guy speaks in Chinese to you. Are you hearing him? No, you don't recognize anything. You don't have any knowledge. Okay? And therefore, any discussion of Shmiya when it's said by Hashem. Okay, and that's where we're going to stop it. Because now he's going to give you two different nuances in this third definition. And that's a perfect place to stop. And then we'll move on. But then at least, uh, yes, and we'll have to explain why by the eye it just says the eye, and why by ear it doesn't say ear, but it says hearing. We still have to discuss that.